Theme. Hey, this is Live from the Heartland. I'm Michael James. I'm here with Tom Clark and Katie Hogan. And then we're here for another edition of the Live from the Heartland show. Today we have a really wonderful lineup. We have Chuy Garcia, who is running for Congress from the 4th Congressional District. We have Aaron Goldstein, who is running for Lieutenant Governor. No, Attorney General. Attorney General. General Attorney General. And he is the workman <laughs> in the 33rd Ward. And we're going to round out the... The show with Liz Mandeville singing a few songs. And uh, today is a very special day. It's the international, it's the Women's March uh, internationally, all over the world, 400 places. Millions of people will be out there. I hope you'll be out there too. And how are you, Katie and Tom? We're all good, Michael. Good morning Doing to you. Doing pretty well, Michael. Thank you. I'm glad we've got nice weather again. Sisters, brothers who support your sisters, everybody, get down to Grand Park. It's a beautiful day. There's music and uh, singing happening from 9 till 10.30, and then there's uh, some speakers. And this time, I think we actually will get to march. Unless, of course, again, 250,000 women show up. In which up. case, we'll have five marches around the loop. <laughs> That's true, like we did last year. I think with the government shutdown, not only can we take over the march here today, but we could take over the government, right? Because uh, we shut down? Yeah, well, something it, we've been trying to do for a long time. Is it time for the people <laughs> to step up and say, okay, if you guys can't run it, we'll do it? I, I actually, we sent them there to do it. But they're not doing their job. We, we sent them there to do it, and we've got to get them to do it. And right now, you know what I can't stand about this stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay, tell us. Is the blame game. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. And it's and you know, I really I'm sorry, you all know that we're mostly Democrat here only because there isn't a crazy <laughs> left party to say we're part of, but uh speak for yourself, John Alden. Okay. Um but we they're both to blame. I'm sorry. Uh, and I I know that the president doesn't help matters at all. Well, he but changes his mind every week I give, with the next uh, tweet. I give Schumer some credit for actually entering the lion's den and attempting. Yes. Um, As did Durbin, Durbin, too. I mean, Durbin well, and Graham produced a bipartisan bill that dealt with DACA and the wall and chip funding and a bunch of other things. And Trump went back on his word, like most selfish bullies do. They, they just can't keep to the program. Speaking of Durbin, I really loved watching him. Oh. Hand it to the head of uh, Homeland Security and her uh, she, lack of memory. Not the best spokesperson for the cause, I would say. Jeez Louise. It's Don't we feel terrifying. more secure with her as the head of Just our airports terrifying. and stuff? I also think that somebody else made a good point this week after uh, Cittolini's health report came <laughs> up and all these people were mocking him. You know, when does body shaming become okay? Uh-huh. I don't think it's okay. I don't either. And and even if it is talking about a guy who we uh, are terrified of and would and like f- to go away, um, it's not okay. And I, I think uh, I think we should just uh, hope his health uh, takes care of us <laughs> in some way or another in the next. Well, maybe a few you know fewer Big Macs and a little bit more time on the treadmill. In fact, I could think of a great sweepstakes to help fund the government. We get Barack and Donald on the treadmill together. Uh, I don't think Donald would do anything with Barack. You don't? How about that? Yeah. Um, so, JB got caught up in Rauner's Blago ad this, this week. It seems to have legs. Yeah, it does. Even it though does. it's not very accusatory, the inference, now that he's going to do a statewide 15-minute program that Rauner's bought, 
Uh, JB could be in a little bit more trouble at what seemed to have been a pretty clean ride for him from all the regulars endorsing him left and right. For those of you who uh, this inside talk, we're talking about the people who are running for governor. Um, in Illinois. All, all of which uh, we're talking about the Democratic challengers. And the one thing that I did like to hear from JB uh, was that we're all basically working to get rid of Rauner. And uh, that is the case, whether you are for Dan Biss, who I'm I'm promoting, or Chris Kennedy, who our next guest is promoting, or J.B. Pritzker, who all the regular Dems are promoting. We've got to get one of those to the governor's office. Period. That's what's the most important. Period. Absolutely. Well, the real question will be that if, uh, if it's not uh, Kennedy or uh, J.B. who win the primary but Biss, uh, will those billionaire dudes throw the money into the campaign and support someone beside themselves. Actually, uh, Dan Biss has turned out to be quite a good fundraiser based well, he's on got a way to go to small to donations. Keep up the, the, uh, TV ads. Speaking of small donations, Network 49 membership drive, <laughs> January 24th, this Wednesday. Um, we've got the assessor candidates, Fritz and Andrea, uh, coming in to talk about that very important race and a number of other uh, important races, and we will be taking a straw poll vote, won't we, Tom We Clark? will indeed, and if you're a member, now's the time to be able to step up and vote. If you're not a member, you can join that night. Mm -hmm. The straw poll will cover all the major contested audience, uh, uh, races, races on the Democratic ticket, and uh, it ought to be a fascinating evening. Willie White Park, 7 o'clock, will be done at 9. Please join us. No, I understand Joe Moore voted like uh, those of us who used to support him in the old days would have voted. He voted against the mayor. He did. Tell us about that. Well, I mean, he did something he used to do all the time, yeah. which was vote against the mayor, vote with the minority. And this time the minority was slightly bigger than it's been in the reign of Rahm. Um, and Rahm doesn't like that. Rahm then uh, chided everybody and scolded them. For, uh, including not Harry Osterman, who uh, in the 48th, who did also oppose this. Uh, right. Well, bill. 19 uh, aldermen opposed it. Uh, out of Putting the aside the important issue of women's health, we once again saw an example of why TIF funding is a mayor's cesspool. I mean, uh, funny fund for you know handing out favors with no real oversight. I mean, a rubber stamp city council is not providing the in-depth look at this. And when you bring in women's reproductive rights, then I think it's a no-brainer, except, of course, two-thirds of the city council went with the mayor. The issue here was whether Presence Health uh, would stay in Chicago with its headquarters and its expanding network of Catholic hospitals, one of which my family uses, St. Francis. But uh, whether the city ought to be subsidizing that effort is another issue altogether, and I think it was wrong. And yeah. it was another, you know, half-assed policy by the mayor who just loves keeping our bond authority challenged and helping all his banker friends collect more fees. Uh, there's no reason why President should have gotten that subsidy to stay here. They either have the workforce in Chicago they want to run their hospitals or they don't. We should not be subsidizing their coming here. Yeah, um, there's we had no. a couple of uh, friends that passed away. Uh, Paul Boy, Booth, who was one of the guys who signed me up in Students for Democratic Society and has been a, a leader in uh, the FLCIO and with AFSCME, uh, he, uh, he passed away with leukemia the mm. other day and... Uh, Maybe. On the same, the very same day that his wonderful wife of some fifty years—I don't know how long—they've been married forty. She's been on our show, and she's my dear friend. Um, 
And she was uh, participating in a sit-in at the Capitol with uh, Jewish religious. There's a picture of her being walked away in handcuffs. On Wednesday, later that day, her husband passed. She had said, he sent me out, he said, please keep doing what you're doing. And she went out and did it. And, uh, oh, my God. Activist to the end. It's just uh, incredible. uh, The the amount of energy. We want to thank you for everything you did for us. I know you'll be watching us here at uh, going out to the Women's March today. Um, and uh, there was another uh, important personality, but perhaps less well known. Michael, can you tell us about Julius, Julius Lester, Lester who, who I got to know uh, not not in face to face, but we both had columns in the Movement newspaper, which was uh, came out of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. And Julius Lester started as a folk singer. He went to Mississippi with SNCC. Uh, he ended up teaching at the uh, University of Massachusetts. Uh, and has he's a wonderful guy and uh, became a Jew later in his life. Uh, it's an interesting story. Julius Lester, look him up on yeah. YouTube. Two quick announcements in the neighborhood. Uh, Solomon High School is starting a new parent university. It's a very interesting effort to engage adults in their ongoing educational program. Uh, check them out on Facebook. There's a fascinating series just about every evening the rest of the month. They have something going on at the school from Zumba lessons to solving the mystery of parenting teens. Parent University at Sullivan High School. Check it out. And and you are listening to Live from the Heartland. It's 88.7 FM. Uh, and we are about to welcome our first guest, Chewy Garcia. But first, we're going to listen to Marvin Gaye. 